This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. It is good to be in church. Psalm 122 says, I was glad. Where they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Can you show that gladness now? Glory. Wow. Let's read further. When they said on me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Next verse. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Whether the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, unto the testimony of Israel, to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. That is the first thing. We go there to give thanks. Then it says, For there are said thrones of judgment and thrones of the household of David. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, let's read the next verse. I, I, I love this psalm. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. This is why the psalmist said, I was glad. There we go, give God thanks. But then, he said, thrones are set there for judgment. That fits Psalm 149. When they give God thanks, one of the things when we give God thanks, one of the things that we always follow is that thrones will be set for judgment. So Psalm 149 says, Praise the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him, let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. <laughs> No matter what we sing, some don't dance. They stand like this. Let us sing praise unto him with the timbre and, and harp. Next verse. For the Lord take pleasure in his people. I'm too glad that God enjoys you. <laughs> some take pleasure in premiership. Some take pleasure in Champions League. Some take pleasure in eating, eating. Some take pleasure in traveling around. But the Bible says God takes pleasure in his people. When he looks at you, he begins to joy over you. Oh, thank God. See, God is good. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Don't wet your pillow with tears. Don't go to bed morning. The Bible tells you what you should do on your bed. <laughs> Begin to sing yourself to sleep. Don't worry yourself to sleep. Sing yourself to sleep. Sing, then fall asleep. That way, nobody presses you in the dream. <laughs> Let the high priest of God be in their mouth and two-edged sword in their hand. 
Next verse. To execute vengeance upon the Edom and punishment upon the people. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute upon them the judgment written. When we come together to worship, there are judgments written, but they are not yet executed. For instance, God has said that the wicked will not go unpunished. When the church of God gather, when they gather together to worship, it is possible that the wicked in that nation, the judgment, when God said the wicked shall be punished, that's a judgment given, judgment written, but not judgment executed. Are you getting what I'm saying? When the Bible said that we contend with those who contend against you, that's a judgment written, but not yet executed. But the Bible says, when the eye prays of God and in your mouth, and two edges sword in your hand, you begin to execute upon them the judgment written. I, I didn't plan for this this morning. Thank God for the power we have as a church. Let's appreciate the choir this morning. Wonderful. God bless you. They are always wonderful. Hallelujah. And God bless you. you can have your seat this morning. Welcome to the second service. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ, the same first service, second service, and third service. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, one of the reasons why the psalmist said I was glad, he knew what would happen in the house of God. I started talking about God designed the church to rescue, to preserve, to sustain people. And many people don't understand. So, the first thing you have to know, I, so many things were said for service. Even when God appeared to Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 9, Paul, God told Paul that, go to the city straight. You shall be told what to do. And Ananias came and prayed for Paul. And Paul received sight. It was then, Paul, it was then Saul. God allowed that Jesus did not heal him himself. Jesus was introducing Saul to a concept that must not be violated. Even though I have appeared to you as Jesus, you must be a member of a church. Because I am the head, you must be a member of my body. Jesus did not say to Saul, 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 why are you persecuting me? Or my people, no. He didn't say, why are you persecuting my people? He said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Any sin against the church is against, you can't sin against the body without sin against the head. For the head and the body, they are inseparable. So the Lord wanted Paul to know that. And we started with this scripture, Matthew 16, 18. The Bible says, And thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gate of hell, God created church to destroy the gate of hell. Until rapture, until second coming of Jesus Christ, the gate of hell will not disappear. But God's plan of preservation is to create a church as an answer to the gate of hell. And we stop on Aaron for service. So many Christians don't. That's why there are many freelancers. Unfortunately, 
I think I'm planning, we, we will read seven, so, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Jacob had 12 children or 12 men. Dina was one of the ladies that gave up. In those days, they weren't counting ladies. So we don't know how many children Jacob actually had, but at least 12 men were listed and one girl called Dina. And when he wanted to die in Genesis 49, he called them together. And he said to them, all you guys, I'm going to talk. What's the echo? Sound, please. He said, I'm going to do something about this. And he began to tell them what will happen to them. They were the 12 tribes of Israel eventually. If you check, what happened to each tribe came from what Jacob said about each tribe. He said, Reuben, you are my firstborn. He said, but what I see about you that you are as unstable as water, you will not excel. That was a terrible way to begin to bless. Then he said, Judah, it is you that your brethren shall praise. He said, your hand is on the neck of your enemy. Your father's children will bow to you. He said, Judah is like a lion's way, like a mantle of your couch. We are the scepter shall not depart from Judah. Nor Lord give her between his feet until Shiloh comes. So it shall be the obedience of the people. That was why Jesus had to come through the lineage of Judah. The scepter, authority, shall not depart from Judah. And looked at Joseph and said, Joseph is a fruitful bow, a fruitful bow by the well whose branches leap over the wall. He said, the archers have shot at him. They have hated the boy. His bow remains strong. And the arms of his strength made strong by God of Jacob, the stone and the shepherd of Israel. He said, by your God who helps you and the Almighty who blesses you with the blessings of heaven above and the blessing of earth beneath and the blessing of the breast of the womb. He said, let them be of the head of Joseph and him that was separate from his brethren. A man that stands out. And he kept blessing them like that. And he said to Levi, your Turim and your Urim, so eventually Levi became the people that were custodians of the laws of God. Now, what I want to, what I'm trying to show us from that place, 12 sons of one man, but the man did not say the same thing to all of them. So when Jesus appeared in Revelation chapter, 7, chapter 1, he said to John, and we stopped there first service, or we read a part of that, and I want us to read it again. Revelation chapter 1, we'll read it again next service. I just want us to Pay attention to this. So the last verse, Jesus explained. You know, when John turned, that's the first thing. That was the verse 10, I think. Let's start from verse 10. And then we go back to the last verse. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me, well, scholars are saying that, was this, did this happen, did it happen on Sunday? Or where, where the Lord's day could have been something else. Anyway, and I was in the spirit, and I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. This is the same voice that will lead us to rapture. For the Lord shall descend from heaven the voice of an angel and with the trump of God. And those of us who are ready shall be cut off. He said, we will not precede those who are dead. For the Lord shall descend, and the dead shall rise. And those who are alive then, shall, we shall be cut off in the air, and they shall be with the Lord forever. Before that will be 1,000 years, then we come back to the earth because actually we are not designed to live in there. We are coming to reign on that here. But it's not eschatology this morning. Are you following me? Amen. So the voice, the trump of God, the trump. So he had voice like a trumpet and he said, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. Jesus is amazing. 
write in a book and send it to the seven churches and listed all the churches. Next verse. And I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Seven golden. So when John turned, he did not see the person that spoke first. The first thing he saw, he saw candlesticks. Now, what's the implication of that? Last verse. Then Jesus explained to him. Last verse of chapter 1, please. So he started explaining, I love the Lord. He doesn't leave anybody in dark about anything. Before he gave John the message, he explained to John what John was seeing around him. He said, the mystery of the seven stars, which thou sowest in my right hand, seven stars, and, and the seven golden candlesticks. So there were seven stars, and there were seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And the seven candlesticks without souls are seven churches. So you have seven churches and seven angels. Meaning that one angel in charge of each church. Actually, that word angel is what angelos. It was not exactly saying angel as per spirit being watching over the church. By extension, that could be part of it, could have been part of it. That is also part of it up to now. But Jesus was actually talking, another word for that angel was talking about the pastor of each church. And of course, the pastor receives a message. Now, there is an angel in charge of Anglican church, each center. There is an angel in charge of this church. God the spirit of God is in charge of all churches, all true churches. But then, angels are assigned to each church. You see, oh, when Jesus started talking, which we will go to later but not today, the message he gave each church, he started with the church in Ephesus. And he said that you guys are wonderful. I mark you well. But there is a problem. I only see one problem. You have left your first love. He said, but you did so many things correctly. He said, please repent or I will come and take your candlestick away. But the way Jesus introduced himself to this first church is very powerful. Look at what he said. Remember, John turned and he first of all saw the candlestick. And then he said, in the midst, let, let's read that verse 11 again and 12. 12, Revelation, before you come here. If I, I am there for the verse, 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 uh, next verse. 13. What is 13? In the midst of the seven candlestick, one like the son of man, clothed with garment down to food, and I, I said a bit about the dressing of Jesus in first service. Please get the message. But listen, I just something little about that. Now, listen to this. When John turned, he saw the candlestick first. Then he said, I saw somebody in the midst. Normally, that candlestick of those days, one stand and then several strands. How, how possible was for a man to stand in the midst of that? It's a deeper word than that. Jesus is found in the midst of his church. Did you get that? He already said that the seven candlesticks are the seven churches. You always find, and he began to demonstrate this even when he was physically on earth. Jesus' style of walking, he will be walking, 
the disciples will surround him, then the crowd will surround the disciples. So that was why Zacchaeus couldn't see him. He was a short man. He must pass through, the, so he had to go and climb a tree. Now, the tragedy at times is this. The Lord has decided that the disciples, the church, will always surround him. So he is always at the center of the church. So others are outside that wall. So Jesus has center, a wall round him by the church, and then others are outside. But the church can give a wrong impression of him. They can stop you from seeing him. That was why Zacchaeus couldn't see him. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is why we have to watch what we do as a church. Hallelujah. We can make people think something else of Jesus and present him the way he's not. But that's all about, I'm just emphasizing the fact that somehow he had decided to be found in the midst of the church. So that was why he had to tell Paul to go back to Ananias. I'm not going to open your eyes. Neither am I going to get you baptized in the Holy Ghost. A man must do it. And Paul joined the church and Barnabas started taking him around like a little boy. It is God's order. What do you think churches? And what I told them for service, I, the Spirit of God is sending us to correct this and it's not this church alone. This message will spread as the Lord begins to help us to walk in the reality of it. I use an illustration which I will continue to do in the course of the message over and over again. So we use Faber One here, whatever, for the network, for all the streaming and everything. If you walk to outside the door, the signal will be weaker, but it will still be there. But if you, if you walk outside the gate, the signal disappears. Many Christians are not attached to the center. Look, I am not saying this because of anything. I am saying it because it is the truth of the word of God. You are not in any part, you are not part of anything. When Peter was swearing to Jesus that if others forsake you, me I will not, he was not bragging. He thought in his own power he could do it. But remember what the Bible says. As not they arrested, the Bible said that they arrested Jesus and Peter was falling from afar. When you follow from where the signal is very weak, you might be in trouble. When I say some important things, I don't want to say too many things. Because it makes God's men always very specific and direct. Jesus is, if you, you have been baptized into one body, and I explained for service, Hebrews 12, 22 says that to the general assembly, church of the firstborn registered in heaven. All churches are registered in heaven. But God also defines us by each assembly we become. I gave an example on, on Wednesday, which I, after I felt that maybe I shouldn't go into details, but I was a little more specific of course I can't talk about the people and you won't even know who they are. See, see, when I give example of a story and it sounds like your story, pretend as if it's not your story. Because you don't know what I'm talking about. Once I don't mention, and I don't describe in a way that people, when I describe a story, you can't guess who the person is. Because many people talk to me. For instance, now before I talk about husband treat to wife very well. I might have heard the about six, seven husband, not three. So you might, so I'm not talking about, you don't know what I'm talking about. But sometimes to drive the point of example, what we must not do is to make it obvious that we are talking. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because people pick offense in all these things. How are you sure that you are the one I'm talking about? You don't know how many people have spoken to me about the same thing. When they are laughing, why don't you just laugh? After all, nobody knows his. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Amen. 
Ah, Lord Jesus. Are you guys getting what I'm saying, men and brethren? God's plan, the way God planned church, is like vine and branch. It's like a family. But many are living, they just think it's just where we appear on Sunday. And that's all. No. Look. And then there is the other group of people, they go from here, here and there. And I gave an example for service. When I was in GSS1, we had GS1, A, B, C, D, E, F. All of us were in GSS1, Universal Church. But everybody was put in a specific class. So GSS1A, you could not go and write your exam in GSS1D. I get what I'm saying. So how many lawyers are here in the church? Can I see you are a lawyer? See, raise your hand. You are a lawyer, you are a lawyer. Let me use, and some others are the bad. Let me do these two people. Now, you went to University of Ibadan to study law. Your wife is also a lawyer. They were in the same class. I like that kind of relationship. <laughs> Which school did you go to, sir? You went to Ife. Now, imagine it's in 200 level, UI, law. And it's in 200 level, Ife. And he says, you know, I'm just tired of traveling to Ife. Shebi is law. Law students are law is law. I will, let me just go and write my next exam in UI. I said, it will fail on art. They will hear in heaven. So are we not all law students? Are we not all 200 level students? We are all 200 level, 200 level law. So you know what? I live in the bad. Instead of entering a bus and going to effect, I'll just enter UI. Where's your law department? Okay, I want to see for exam. Just forward my result to effect. It's not done. But they are all law students. They are all 200 level students. But he is in effect. His result and his examination will be in effect. It's in UI. God recognizes all churches. Jesus did not give the same message to the seven churches because God dealing with it all part time is not the same as other church. Are you getting what I'm saying? The couple that I wanted, you know, there was something that happened to the, the woman or all, I mean, deeply wounded the man. It was something what you consider unforgiving, unforgivable in marriage in that sense for those who find it difficult to forgive. I mean, something that there was even a biblical justification for saying that that's, it's over with this lady. And they, they came to see me sincerely, even me, I broke down and I didn't know what to tell them. And Bishop, I look, he came up. The first time he came, as soon as he mounted the stage, just so that there is a man and your wife or two deeply, but they don't say, the man said something like a dagger just left his heart. It's over three years. They've been in love. They think just disappear. When a church, if we say we are inviting Pastor Adeboye to him, everyone that is genuinely connected, every word he speaks, when, in, I see visitors among us, maybe you say, man, Apostle Man is here or somebody, no, they, some people wait at the door. They still want to meet him to pray. You don't understand church. And some, because they want to, they want to give directly to the person. You don't understand church. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying. If while they were praying and praying for the meeting, you join them. You already registered. When the man of God is ministry, it will talk, it might not call you out. Something will happen to you. Why? It's a body. It's a body. Let me end this first service this way. Second service, or this second service this way. Exodus 28. I think I should read verse 29. Exodus 28, 29. I want to read this way. 
Take me deeper, deeper in love with you. Jesus, hold me close in your embrace. Take me deeper, deeper than I've ever been before. I just want to love you more, more and more. Our love to be deeper. I don't know whether I should start, but this is the part I'm really going to. But let's start two verses above. Thou shalt make this one that one. Go to verse 28. I, I don't know where to start from. They shall bind. Anyway, go to verse 29. I will explain what happened there. Verse 29. Aaron shall bear the names of the children of Israel with breastplates of judgment upon his heart. When he goeth into the holy place for a memorial before the Lord continually. You know, Old Testament shadow. And then we have high priest Jesus. But we have pastors. When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he gave gift to men. The Lord told Moses that design a cloth for Aaron. On top of his clothes, he said, make a carving. Put the names of the 12 tribes. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Say, let them be on his chest. That when Aaron appears before me, he must appear with all the names of Israel. And he said, he must be hanging on his shoulder. On his shoulder. He said, to be a memorial before me. That is how I remember all the tribes. Now, our high priest is doing that for us in heaven. Our names are before Jesus. Blessed be God for that. But on earth also, those who minister in his name, the people he has put under them, their names also appear on their chest when they appear before him. And Aaron was one that no name was fall to the ground. Otherwise, that tribe would be out of Israel. If anybody in a church who is a proper member and we are going to look at what does the bible say about being a proper member if anybody who is a proper member is having any difficulty if three or four other brethren from that church you are having serious issues at work if they pray with you something is bound to happen peter's shadow healed the sick but in Acts chapter 12 peter was arrested the church started praying now before Peter, James was arrested. There was no record of church praying. And he arrow chopped up his head. And Herod arrested Peter. Peter's shadow could heal this. You should ask a question. The one who had that healing power on himself, why didn't he pray himself out of prison? Because it's one body. When others began to pray for Peter, it was miraculously rescued. At certain periods in your life, you need brethren to stand with you. But it's a question of how deeply rooted you are with those brethren at that time. Are you getting what I'm saying? I've told you this story before. And that's Joshua. He was working somewhere before. And I wanted to go to Philip Consulting. He applied to them and then they weren't getting back to him. Three years ago or so, um, he wanted to be a I applied to him. I don't know the post he applied for. Um, and then he had almost forgotten about it. it was just 
Then Aposema was around. And he was with me, so in the night, me and Aposema were gisting from 10 till like to 1. Ah, so we left. So I came back, I just sat here praying. Because the service was to continue the following morning. So he drove to pick his car and went home. So he now called me during the day and said that, Pastor Lord, today is my birthday. Like we have a higher grand conference now. His, his birthday is always September 4th. So, so the same thing that time. And I said, ah, when I was with Aposema uh, in his room, that you should have told me now, at least we crossed into the day already. We left his room to one. should have said, oh, to Pastor, today is my birthday. That I would have asked Apostle to pray for you. And Joshua said, no, Apostle is not my pastor. You are. He said, that was why I did not see anything in that room. He said, it's your prayer and need, not his prayer. You know, something rose in me. I said, what exactly do you want? He said, I want these people to get back to me. And I just said, it is done. That same day, Philip Kozoti reached him. When he went for the interview, they stepped him two posts above what he applied for. I am... The guy that gave the testimony in the morning that his death was miraculously paid for was watching on TV at home. Many of us, like many other Christians across the world, we have never sat down to check the manual that is given to us. How does God expect New Testament Christians to function? A lot of Christians have never asked that question. We gamble too much, Pentecostal Christians across the world. A lot of Christians have never asked a question. You cannot take your Bible and say that this is not what man said. This is what God said about the financial prospect of a Christian. God's plan for our finances, for his children, is this, this, and this. And you quote where you have seen it in our constitution. Many Christians cannot. This is somebody now said that the power is moving. If you give 100,000, come out, they go out, they don't see results, and they get angry and start attacking their, their churches. Are... What does it take? How can something belong to you and the book is in your house and you will never read it? Even if you don't know how to start on your own. Why don't you get messages, topics? What is the Bible saying about this? What does the word say about a man? Okay, I want to marry. What is heaven's expectation of a married man? What does God want me to do with my wife? When you don't know all those things, and you know, so we just do, we throw prayer gamble here and there, anyhow. What does, what is the Bible saying about church? Who is a church member, according to the Bible? That's why I'm sharing this with you. When we understand this, all pipes are open. Blessings are coming in. Ah, it pays to serve Jesus, I speak from my heart. He will always be with us if we do our path. New Christians don't know those old songs. There is nothing this wide world that pleasure afford. There is peace and contentment in serving the Lord. Have you, have you, you know about this song? Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy. Jesus, but to trust and know. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His word, for the glory He sheds. Ah, I go born again that scripture, you know, and I have no regrets. I'm still a scripture, you know, member. It's amazing. Those were our songs that day. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His word, 
What a glory. I like a statement that Apostle Zeman makes always. He says that God's boundary of commitment to a Christian is his word. Whatever does is whatever is not captured here is not obliged to. So when you start doing things that the Father says nothing about, you are on your own. Let's rise. Is someone blessed this morning? Is someone blessed this morning? Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just stay up time and say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.